Hello, and welcome to another episode of Museum Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, if if it sounds clearer today, I want to let you know that the reason it may sound clearer today than it has on a previous two episodes is because I actually remembered to turn on my microphone. Yes. Don't ask me how. It's like I get my microphone out. I'll be ready to set up and everything. I get the microphone out. I connect it to my laptop, but I would just forget to turn it on in the drop-down box in the um, software that I'm recording. But I remembered to do that today. So yay for me. Today the podcast is um, actually being taped as we speak, it's being recorded live from the public library here in Madison, Alabama. And I decided to do it that way because sometimes in my house you may hear background noise. Now, if you hear anything today, maybe kids walking or people talking, I'm going to try to edit it out. But just excuse it. I'm just doing trial and error to find out where is the best space to record the podcast. Home is good when no one's there. And I want to just try the library. Now, I did uh, reserve the room for 9 o'clock in the morning, so... No one's really here, so hopefully it goes that way for the next hour or two while I do my recording. Well, guys, I just want to tell you, I did it, I did it, I did it. Yes, I did. If you can see me now, I'm like jumping up and down, like, I did it, I did it. Remember last week, if you listened to the podcast last week, you you would um, recall me telling you how one of my biggest fears was actually doing a Facebook Live. Yeah, even now, it just sounds ridiculous because it's just like, I'm not climbing Mount Everest, I'm not doing anything dangerous, I'm just sitting in front of my phone or my laptop, going on Facebook and just doing a live. But for some reason, it sounded so scary because it's like, I couldn't stop it to be recorded, whatever happened, happened, and I guess I just don't like the element of not being able to edit or control what comes out. So... Anyway, I did it, and I'm happy that I did. I actually got some views, and I'm appreciative to the people who actually took time to view what I had to say. And if you guys want to go back and look at it, go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page, and you'll see that live stream episode. Now, in that stream, I talked about relationship goals and how to prepare for them and also how to set those kind of goals. So just go in. I also have a worksheet there. So if you go to that specific section, I did it last Thursday, so just scroll down the page and then go to the comment section and there's a link that will send you to Vox where you can get that worksheet. So yes, I did it. I was excited and it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Now what I'm thinking about doing now that I got myself adjusted to doing a Facebook Live, I am thinking that I might do one weekly or I may do an Instagram live weekly. Now, I don't plan to start it immediately, but that doesn't mean that occasionally I won't jump on Facebook live to give occasional shout outs, talk about something that we discussed on a podcast. And I think the clarification, I will still go on for those in between this time, but I'm really thinking about maybe sometime in March actually going on Facebook Live and maybe doing like another program. So we'll do the podcast maybe on a Wednesday like we normally do. And then on Thursday, we can just go ahead and do that Facebook Live and just get it out of the way. When I say get it out of the way, I'm not saying like, oh, it's such a hassle. No, it's a lot of fun. But what I want to do is on Thursdays, I want to start doing Facebook Lives, talking about topics related to marriage, dating, relationships, outside of what we talk about on the podcast. So on the podcast, I usually come up with the topics and things that I think we should discuss. But on the Facebook Lives, I want you guys to actively be involved. Yes, I don't want it to be about what I think we should talk about. I mean, I could do that all day long. But I think at some point, 
I want to know what you guys want to talk about because this podcast is not for me. The Facebook Live is not for me. It's for you. And because it's going to be for you, I want to hear from you what you want to hear. Maybe something you're struggling with with your in your marriage or something you have questions about or something you're dealing with. I want to know exactly what it is that is hindering you from having the relationship that you want to have. And then I want us to work on it and I want us to talk about it. So that is what I want to do. So I am asking between today and today is um, January the 15th and between, let's just put it at February. I think we have a leap year this year. Yes, we do. So let's just say February 29th. What I want us to do, or I want you to do actually, is face message me on Facebook. That's the best way to get me. I want you to message me and just give me topics. You can give me one topic today, another topic another day, and I am not going to put any limits to the topics you want to talk about. So if one person has 10 topics you want me to address, I will. I want to hear about all 10 of your topics. If another person has 15, I want to hear about them. And you don't have to give them to me all at once. You can, If you think of something today, you can message me today. If you think about something Next week, message me then. Just whenever you think about something, I want you to message me and let me know that this is something I think we should talk about, something I need to know more about, something I want to hear. So yeah, I want to know what you want to hear so that this whole Facebook Live can be geared toward you and what you want to hear. All right, so guys, start thinking and start sending me your messages about what you want to talk about during our Facebook Live sessions. All right? So go to Facebook right now, message me, and tell me some things that you want to discuss during our Facebook Live sessions. And remember, it's not for me, it's for you. I want to know what you want to talk about, and we'll talk about what you want to talk about. I can't wait to hear from you. On today's episode of the podcast, I would like to talk about infidelity and some of the reasons why a spouse might not be faithful in a marriage. Now, I am not condoning infidelity in any way, shape, or form, but I do want to talk about some of the reasons why it may happen. I also want to say that it is wrong and it is destructive to a marriage. However, I do believe that talking about infidelity can help us all to understand some of the reasons this might have occurred. And then in the next week's episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about how to recover from an affair. Now, I want to begin by saying that both men and women can be unfaithful in a committed relationship. So for anyone out there thinking that infidelity is only something that men do or infidelity is something that only women do, then you are truly misguided because both men and women can be unfaithful in a marriage or relationship. Even though men and women both can be unfaithful in a relationship, the reasons for their infidelity are very different based on their gender, which surprised me. But it's true, it is. Now, according to Robert Weiss, who wrote an article in Psychology Today called The 10 Reasons Why Men Cheat, he states that men who engage in sexual or romantic entitlements after making a vow of monogamy do this for the following psychological reasons. And to just break it down, it's just like, guys who cheat do it for these reasons. First, he's a liar, which is very true, A lot of because you have to lie to keep the whole affair going. So one reason could be that the person that you are married to has a slight problem with telling the truth, and he's a liar. 
Okay, number one. And of course, we're all going to say, yeah, that's right. But you know, that's one of the reasons. Now, these reasons are not in any particular order. So we can't say that the number one reason is because he's a liar. Because we don't know that. We just know that this is a reason why it could happen. So these are not in any particular order. The next thing could be this person, your spouse, he is insecure. Now, it would make sense because people who are insecure, they usually are like the people who try to do things the biggest, the best, the baddest, everything. I remember when I was in high school, it was this little guy. When I say little guy, he was just short. And he was very insecure about his height because he mentioned it to me on several occasions since we were classmates. But he was always a person who had the biggest mouth. Like, he'd be like, I'm going to fight you, this, that, and the other. And he'd be like, really? <laughs> like, seriously. So he acted that way, not because he was really a tough guy, because he wasn't, but because he was insecure. So sometimes men cheat because they're insecure maybe about their looks, they're insecure about the relationship or how they feel about themselves. And so as a way to avoid dealing with their own issues, they will cheat as a way of filling the void of their insecurity. The third reason could be because this person is just immature. Maybe he doesn't realize what it really means to be in a monogamous relationship. Maybe he doesn't understand what it means to be married or that when you say that you're only there for that one person, that you stay with that one person and you don't sleep with anybody else. Maybe it's because he doesn't realize that. So that could be another reason. He could just be immature. Another reason that I find quite interesting is that it says he is damaged. And it could be something that happened to him in his childhood. Maybe he grew up in a home where he saw his father cheating all the time, or maybe his mom did it. Maybe he has other issues. Maybe he was abused. We don't know what could have happened, but maybe it's something in his childhood or something that happened to him in his adolescence that's causing him to act this way. And maybe cheating is not so much the... Um, the, um, how can I, it could be a symptom of a bigger problem. So maybe it's because he's damaged. Another thing could be maybe he has unreasonable expectations. I find this interesting because it was saying how maybe this, maybe he would, maybe the guy thinks that, um, you should be his everything, all everything. Like you should be his, do everything he wants done, everything he needs done. You have to be that person who does everything for him. And that could be a problem because he could have unrealistic expectations about marriage. And maybe a way to fix this would be to adjust his expectations. So that could be another reason. He could have unreasonable expectations. Another reason is because he could be bored, he could be overworked, and feels as if he needs to do something just for him. And I do want to point out that when I say um, infidelity, it means more than just having sex with someone who you are not married to it, or you're not in a relationship with. It means that I should, before I go further, so you're not married to or in a committed relationship where you both are know it's a monogamous relationship. It could be um, he feels overworked, he needs to relieve himself, so maybe he'll do porn or he'll go to prostitutes or have affairs, feeling that this is just what I'm doing for myself. It's not right, but this could be a reason why it's happening. He could have addictions. So if he's addicted to something, Maybe he could have a sexual addiction. Maybe he could have a drug addiction, which could lead him to have an affair with someone else because of different addiction issues. He could just have addictions. The next reason is he could be confused about love. Now, I've talked about um, this before in a previous podcast and how limerence could be something that can definitely spearhead an affair because limerence is where you feel... As if because you're getting all these warm, cozy feelings that you normally get from love, 
or with that you had that most people associate with love. So you're getting these feelings, but the feelings you're getting them for is not your partner. So you may feel that you no longer love your partner because you're no longer getting these feelings for them and that you're in love with someone else. And so this could be a reason why they're confused about love. And as I said in another podcast before, the thing about limerence is that you may feel this for a while and it can last for um, a few weeks to three years. But during this time span, it's like all those love feelings, butterflies in the pit of your stomach, and you fall in love, you feel like you're in love with this person. But after a certain amount of time, limerence goes away. And so if you are not really... If you don't understand this, then this could let someone or encourage them or let them think that they're no longer in love with their spouse and have an affair with someone else. And I've talked about how love is a choice. It's not a feeling. Because we have feelings all the time. Feelings are good. They're bad. But you have to choose every single day to love the person that you're in a marriage with. You have to choose every day to be faithful to them. You have to choose to be committed. It's a choice. So love is more of a choice. It's not about a feeling because if love was a feeling, we would be in so many different marriages and relationships. It would be crazy because Someday you may be upset, so you may not love them as much as you normally do. Or, I mean, yeah, love is a choice, it's not a feeling. So they could be confused about love. Another reason could be the guy just wants out. And so if he wants out, he's going to do whatever he can to push you away to try to get out of this marriage, which I feel is kind of immature. So I think it has a lot to do with immaturity as well because I think people should talk and you should communicate. You can't do this passive-aggressive stuff just because you don't feel like your marriage is going well and you think you want out. It's more than that. So that could be one reason. Maybe he lacks male bonding in a pair community. And sometimes this is important because if guys don't have male friends to hang around, if they don't have that community of men who can say, brother, you know, this is not a good idea, you shouldn't do this, or give them some helpful advice, then of course they're going to go whatever they're thinking and they may latch on to a female and it could, the affair could start there. And it could be a sexual one or it could be an emotional one. But it could be because there's a lack of male bonding in a peer community. Now, I would also like to add that this guy may also have issues with boundaries. And I say that because some guys think that if they don't really sleep with uh, someone else, that they're not having an affair. Which, as we know, is not true. It could be emotional. They could be doing things that have them in an emotional affair. They could be flirting with other people, which, of course, we don't appreciate, and it is wrong. So there, it could be issues with boundaries, and they think that, and they will push the boundaries as much as they can without actually going through the act of having an affair. So this could also be a reason why men cheat, because they have issues with boundaries. Now, the reason that women cheat is very different from the reasons that men cheat. So in another article, this is funny, because I was looking them up separately. But this article is by the same guy, Robert Weiss, and it's for Psychology Today. Now, in this one, he lists seven reasons that women cheat on their partners. Number one, they feel underappreciated, undervalued, or ignored. They crave intimacy. That's another reason. They are overwhelmed by the needs of others, and they kind of just need some time for themselves. Another reason is that they're lonely. This reason is similar to the guys. They expect too much from a primary relationship, meaning that they expect their husband to be their everything and they don't venture out to do other things and not expect their husband to fulfill every single need in their lives. Because if we expect that, that cannot happen. They're human like we are. And just like 
with the guys. If they expect their wife to fulfill every single need that they have, it's not going to happen because we can't do that. Men can't do it. Women can't do it. We can give you what we have, but we can we cannot fulfill your every single need. So that expectation can lead to issues in a relationship. It could, at times, lead to an affair. Another thing is they're responding or reacting to an early life trauma or abuse, which is something that could have happened when they were younger. So they also can be damaged and have something that they're responding or reenacting to that happened to them in early childhood or in adolescence. And then another reason is that they are not having a satisfying sex life at home. So just by reading these different reasons, I see two different things. I see two different reasons for each one. It seems like the guys are doing it more out of boredom. They want to do something for themselves. They want to do something else, like activity. So to them, it doesn't seem to be so much as emotionally based. It just seems like, oh, it's a thing to do, it's an activity, this is just what we're doing. But if you look at the women's reasons, it's all emotionally based. It's because there is something lacking emotionally that they are trying to fill, whereas the guys are trying to fill some other need based on something that they want, something that they can conquer, something that they can get. So those are the two different reasons why. Now, even though the reasons for infidelity infidelity may be different among men and women, the pain and devastation that it can cause in a marriage is the same. Yes, because infidelity is not just about that person. It's about that person, the person they're having an affair with. It's about if that person is married, it's about their spouse. It's about so many different people. And if kids are involved, it's about kids. It's about in-laws, family members. So it doesn't affect one person. It's like a domino effect. And once you start knocking down that one domino, it knocks everything else down. So it affects every aspect of your life and the person that you are married to. Infidelity is not just having sex with someone other than your partner. It also means sexing sexting someone else or flirting on social media, secretly talking to someone on the phone who is not your spouse and talking about intimate details that you should only share with your spouse. In this day and age, it is possible to cheat on your spouse and not have sex with them. Emotional affairs are just as hurtful and damaging to a relationship as a sexual affair. In this article, Dr. Weiss describes cheating using this definition. He says that infidelity is the breaking of trust that occurs when you keep profound, meaningful secrets from your primary partner. Think about it. I'm going to repeat it again. Infidelity is the breaking of trust that occurs when you keep profound, meaningful secrets from your primary partner. Now, I love this definition because it incorporates everything from sexual relationships to emotional affairs. Believe it or not, the actual affair is not the thing that destroys the marriage. Now, it does have a huge part in breaking up the marriage and causing devastation and issues and problems. But the thing that really like put the dagger in it all is that it's the breaking of trust that destroys the marriage. Because think about it. You trust that person that you're married to not to have an affair with you. You trust them with your deepest secrets, how you're feeling. You trust them. So when that trust is broken, especially by a uh, a spouse, it's deep because you trust this person. You've given them everything. They have your heart, your soul. Y'all know each other. It is a deep connection. So when this deep connection, when the trust is broken, it's like the marriage is broken because trust is what marriages are based on and should be based on. So breaking up the trust is destroying the marriage. So this is why 
It's important to be honest and transparent in your marriage or your relationship. I do also want to throw out there that it is important for us who are married to make sure every single day we are doing what we can on our part to affair proof our marriage. And what I mean by that is like, let's use me for example. So let's say that I'm on Facebook and a guy wants to message me about something and I accept the friend request, whatever, and then they start messaging, and then he starts to message me. But he's talking about things that are inappropriate and is something that I feel uncomfortable with. So what I should do is say, you know, I am married. I don't feel comfortable with this line of question, this conversation, and then stop talking to this individual. And I know you might say, well, you know, maybe just telling them you don't feel comfortable might be the best way to do it. But I say you should stop talking to them. To be honest, I feel that... If you are in a marriage, when it comes, we should protect it, and we should do everything we can to protect it. So there may be some friend requests we probably shouldn't even answer. There should be some people who we should not be talking to late at night on the phone while our husband or wife is asleep in the bed next to us while we're in somewhere else talking on the phone. These things should not happen. We should monitor ourselves. And it's not because you're being, like, weird or anything like that. This is just what we're doing because we value our marriage. And because you value your marriage and you appreciate your marriage and you don't want to hurt your spouse, you're going to do what you can to protect it. Think about it. If you knew a burglar was going to come into your home and break in and steal your stuff and hurt your family, would you still let them come in? No, you wouldn't. You would do whatever you could to protect it. And I know some of you people, some of you guys out there who have gun permits, you would like, wait, no, I would definitely use my gun or whatever. But you would do what needed to be done to protect your family. And so I feel that this is how we should be in our marriage. We should do whatever we need to do to protect our marriage. So that may mean some of the men or male friends or female friends that we were once really close with and we were talking to them all the time before we got married, we may not want to be as close to them while we are married. You see how that works? Or things that we talk to our spouse about or things we should just tell our spouse, we probably shouldn't tell other people. We should do what we can to protect our marriage because once it is destroyed, once you put that trust issue in there, it can be overcome, and we're going to talk about it next week, but it's difficult to overcome. And sometimes I just find for me that it's easier to prevent things instead of fixing them because it's easier to prevent. Like, for instance, I know that whenever I do my podcast, I try to do certain things. I try not to make a whole bunch of noise. I try to go to a close, quiet area. I try to um, turn off my phone. Just try to keep the noise down. And I do this because it's easier for me to prevent noise in the podcast or static in the podcast than trying to take it out because it's so hard to take out static once it is in your recording. So just like that, it's hard to take out static once it's in the recording. It's hard to rebuild trust once you have broken trust. So I think preventive is the best way to go because it's easier to prevent doing things that are going to break the trust in your marriage than to do things that break the trust in your marriage and then expect to fix them. It's like, it's just easier to do. I also think that we should keep the lines of communication open with our spouses and not just communicate because anyone can communicate. Communication is talking, but it's not effective communication if you are not listening to what's being said and have a clear understanding of how you both feel and what you both can do to fix issues in your marriage, resolve them, 
or have an understanding of you guys being on the same page. So many times we talk at each other. And here's what I mean when I say we talk at each other. So you'll say something like, well, this is how I'm feeling, this, that, or the other. But you don't take time to even see if they understand or explain it to them. Sometimes we just assume that they should know. No, we should talk and we should listen to each other. So don't talk at each other. We should talk to each other and we should listen to what the other person is saying. Because communication goes both ways. It's like you say something, they listen. They say something, you listen. That's how communication is. And you both should walk away with some type of understanding. So that is what we should do in our conversations. Because sometimes I think just by talking, if you go back or just over the list of things that we read why people sometimes cheat or have issues with infidelity. I just think sometimes if they had talked about some of these things and they were able to resolve these issues and work on them, it might have been different instead of ignoring what the person was trying to tell you. Because I think, and I'm pretty sure that before the infidelity even happened, they tried to communicate how they were feeling and you missed it. Now, not everyone communicates how they're feeling and I'm not saying that you're responsible or that anyone's responsible for the actions of someone else. But what I'm saying is that sometimes there are warning signs and red flags. And sometimes if we catch these warning signs early and we talk and we communicate, a lot of things can be resolved before they reach this huge point of infidelity or issues. And so it just makes me wonder how many things in our marriage, you know, I'm not talking about just infidelity, but just like arguments and things that happen. How many of these things could be stopped if we took time to listen to what each other was saying and work together on a resolution instead of coming up away with no resolution and ignoring warning signs. So what I want to encourage us all to do is to listen and protect our home and be preventative instead of reactive. Now, if your marriage or relationship has gone through an affair or is going through an affair right now, I want you to know that there is hope and that it does not have to be the end of your marriage. I would definitely suggest that it's worth it to that you both seek the help of a marriage counselor as you work together to restore your marriage. Infidelity hurts, it destroys, and it breaks up families, but it does not have to end that way for you. So next week, we're going to talk about recovering from an affair and what you can do to help restore your marriage. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called Why Women Cheat, and it's a song about a woman talking about some of the reasons why, some of the reasons that she sees that's making her understand why other women cheat because that's how she feels at that moment. All right, so here is the song. Why women cheat. She told me he took off his ring and acted like it didn't mean a thing. He refuses to spend time with her and blames her for things that she can't control. Her heart is breaking deep inside. All she does is pray and cry and she longs to be someone else who can help her heal her brokenness now i know why women cheat when they have a man at home i understand i understand now i know why women cheat when they have a man at home i understand I understand
He's constantly screaming at her and telling her that he doesn't love her. He takes all his anger out on her. He won't even go to church with her. to thank Anique Music for their continued support of Music and Vibes. Anique Music is the publishing company that represents all of the music heard here on the show. So thank you, Anique Music, for your continued support. I will also like to take this time out to thank you guys for spending time with me this week. Not just this week, but every single week. Thank you for spending time with me and for listening to the show. Without you, there would be no Music and Vibes, So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend time with me. I also would like to remind you that if you have not already done this, I want to remind you to go to Apple Music and subscribe to the podcast. Now, while you are there, feel free to leave a review, but I need you to go to Apple Music and subscribe to the show. This year, Music and Vibes are going to be doing a lot of exciting things. And in order for you to stay up to date with everything that's going to be going on, you're going to need to be subscribed to the show. So I'm going to make this easy for you to subscribe. I'm going to put the link to Apple Music in the show notes. Once you click on the link, it'll take you to the page in Apple Music where the show is. And you should see a subscribe button. And so all you have to do is click on the button literally, and then you'll be subscribed to the show. Now, once you do that, you're going to receive the podcast weekly because they come out every Wednesday. So 
You'll be subscribed. You'll be up to date with everything that we're doing. And you'll also get it weekly instead of having to wait until it's posted somewhere where you where you will see it. Now, if you have enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast, then I would really appreciate it if you would share this week's episode with a friend. Now, if you want to hear older episodes of Music and Vibes, you can either listen to it on Apple Music or you can just go to our website, which is musicandvibes.com, and you can listen to older podcast episodes. You can also check out um, our blogs and you can pretty much do everything there. So if you don't go to Apple Music, go to the website, musicandvibes.com, and you can go and listen to episodes of the podcast there. Now, I want to encourage you guys that this week, I expect to hear from you. I want you to contact me on the Music and Vibes Facebook page, message me, and tell me what you want to hear about when our Facebook lives. Yes, I did not forget, and I need your help. So please, go there, tell me what you want to talk about on Facebook Lives, and we will. I will make sure that we discuss those issues and or topics that you guys tell me you want to discuss. I also want to let you know that I'm on Instagram, so if there is anybody who does Instagram, you can just find me. It's Music and Vibes on Instagram, and just leave me a direct message. I can get it from there, too. So if you want to give me your idea or topic on Instagram through a direct message, go ahead and do that. All right, well, guys, I think that's all for today. So until we talk again, have an amazing day and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.